Nickelodeon fans, and welcome to This Week in Nickelodeon History, where we are covering every Nickelodeon show that either debuted or ended between the dates of May 30th to June 5th. And uh, we don't have a lot, but uh, definitely June, July, August are very popular months to um, not just debut uh, shows, but also we're going to have a lot of TV movies coming up because TV movie season was during the summer. Um, but before we, we get that, we got we to gotta start with what's going on in the now. Two years ago, on May 31st, 2019, the Nicktoon Welcome to the Wayne finished its run on Nickelodeon. The uh, show was created by Billy Lopez and uh, ran for two seasons and 30 episodes. It is about a high-rise building. Uh, it's about a character named Ansi Molina moves into the Wayne, a high-rise apartment building filled with strange and unusual things labeled as Wayne Phenomena. Yes, I'm reading the uh, plot from Wikipedia. I, I knew of this show, but only heard that it was more of a, of a digital-only show and... Um, I don't know if it aired on Nickelodeon, but um, being one of the few people to see Wayne phenomena without suffering psychological repercussions, he befriends siblings Ollie and Saraline Timbers as they learn the mysteries of the Wayne and protect the outside world while, content while contending with a spy cell seeking to exploit the apartment's supernatural aspects for their own nefarious ends. You know, that... That sounds like an interesting show, um, but I'm already seeing. I got we got Emo Phillips, Dana Schneider in the uh, in the cast here. Richard Kind, Alfred Molina, Annie Potts. Oh my goodness! I'm seeing a lot of names here. I might check this out. I wonder if oh Kevin Conroy. Oh you've you've got me with that one. Good old Batman. Um, in August 2014, the animation began to be released on Nick.com and other digital platforms as a short web series with new three-and-a-half-minute episodes released weekly. The six-episode web series followed the adventures of two characters who would be in the main show, Ollie Timbers and Ansi Molina. Uh, and then in 2017, the series began airing on Nickelodeon. Yep. Nickelodeon released a companion app known named The Wayne that allowed users to interact with videos, online games, and photos to explore the apartment building central to the series. That's pretty cool. A nice little, you know, goofy companion app to a show is always a, a nice touch there. So I guess it did uh, air on Nickelodeon. That's nice to hear. Um, yeah, because I remember hearing that it, it started out like it debuted on Nick.com and it was a big deal. So, um, but yeah, that was Welcome to The Wayne. Five years ago, on June 3rd, 2016, All In with Cam Newton premiered on Nickelodeon. It is a reality television show about Cam Newton, a quarterback of the Carolina Panthers, helping kids accomplishing their dreams. Whatever their dream is, experts in that field are recruited to help them learn and get better at it. Um, ran for one season, 20 episodes, 
starring Cam Newton. A uh, nice little experiment, probably some feel-good episodes there. Uh, First Lady Michelle Obama, I guess, appeared on one of the episodes of the show. Tom Kenny, uh, our, our resident SpongeBob SquarePants, was on the show. So I wonder if that was a SpongeBob-related episode. Let's see. All right. Episode 6, All In with Josh. Uh, Cam meets up with an aspiring animator, Josh, to see what he's done. And then Cam takes Josh to Nickelodeon Animation Studios. Uh, Cam, Newton, and Josh participate in a voiceover session with Tom Kenny and Bill Fagerbaki. Uh, then Josh helps Chris Savino complete a scene for the series uh, for The Loud House. And then Cam and Josh meet Butch Hartman. Um, Cam and Josh create some drawings with Butch, who teaches Josh how to draw hands before animating his drawings. That's a pretty co- I mean, look, if I could think of an ideal day at Nickelodeon, um, Tom Kenny, Bill Fagerbaki and uh, Butch Hartman would would be people I would want to meet. Nothing against Chris Savino. And I know Butch Hartman has, um, you know, some some detractors, too. But, hey, I you know, I would like to at least talk about the work I enjoy and not get into any of the other stuff. And Chris Savino, I just. I'm not a fan of the Loud House, so I don't really have a connection with him or his art. And one day I will hopefully get into the Loud House and see what it's about since it's so popular. But yeah, I mean, three of those names hanging out at the Nickelodeon Animation Studios for a day sounds like a big deal there. Uh, But that was all in with Cam Newton. Uh, The same thing, though, five years uh, ago, we talked about this in the last episode, but Lost in the West was the three part comedy Western miniseries with the uh, final episode airing on May 30th. And uh, I have not seen it since last episode. Pretty much anything on Nickelodeon, just, it's all, if I haven't seen it, then it's on my list to watch. I am just very slow with getting to watching some of these things, but uh, that's work schedule, podcast schedule, all that stuff. It adds up over time. Seven years ago, on June 2nd, 2014, the Nickelodeon game show Webheads premiered on Nickelodeon, ran for one season of 40 episodes. The show was directed by Steve Grant and presented by Carlos Peña Vega, who you may know as uh, Carlos Garcia on the show Big Time Rush, part of the band there. Uh, so the Nickelodeon game show went through what they called viral video viewing challenges. Um, so just, uh, it seems like there was a lot of, uh, you know, different, different rounds, different types of games going on here, seemingly all having to do with the internet or just technology in general. Um, let's see. Round one is buffering Four videos are shown and on each video, it'll pause at some point near the end. A question is then asked and the contestants are given three possible answers. Their job is to secretly pick the right one. The first video is worth one point. Second is worth two. Third is worth three. Last one is worth fifth. So it's it's all web related in that regard. Uh, round two, memory overload. The surviving three players have their scores reset to zero. The contestants are placed on an apparatus, either a large wheel that scrolls or a shaking trackpad. As they exercise on it, a series of videos are shown. When each video is finished, Carlos will start asking questions about the videos. On each question, the player, the players must then buzz in by hitting one of the three buttons that would light up the answer for that question. If the one contestant is wrong, then the other contestant would answer. I, 
that one. What is going on? I it's probably look. It's a game show. It's uh, watching it is ten times more understandable than reading it. Uh, I guess there's a video remix if there's a tiebreaker. Uh, then round three is moment of impact. Uh, up to three videos are shown, and each one will be played twice. On the first play, the surviving two players will watch the video and indicate the moment of impact with a horn sound. On the second play, they will try to buzz in at the moment of impact. The player closest to buzzing in at the moment of impact wins the video. That reminds me of WarioWare. That's like a WarioWare mini game right there, where you gotta press the button at the exact right time. That's pretty cool. Uh, the bonus round. Um, all I see is it's similar to the to the race game on The Price is Right. Uh, it's a trending now slash the spinning wheel of doom. But that, that was Webheads. I mean, I'm. it was cool to still see Nickelodeon try game shows in the 2000s. There was this long drought where they just didn't even touch game shows. It, it was really sad. Um, and even when game shows came back, even when they aren't successful, I'm still happy to see them trying because game shows can be really fun. I, I, I look, I wish there, if I really hope the adult version of the legends of the hidden temple. Yeah. Don't think, uh, don't think I forgot. I knew exactly where to place this in. And the, the good news is I'm starting to see a little bit of progress, um, which even the smallest amount, uh, is like the best motivation that serotonin the dopamine levels just go and you're like all right all right i got this keep going it's just a good focusing um so as of right now i am 314 um which is is massive as far as what i've been doing other than just increasing the amount of walking i'm doing in a day um i have cut out pretty much as much sugar as i can um out of my diet with with of course um, a, a cheat here and there, but my coffees for the last few weeks have all been black with no cream, no sugars, no additives, no, no nothing like just straight up coffee. And I've actually started to enjoy coffee at its raw level, which is a good thing. Um, and I've started eating less the amount of portions I eat per meal. And for lunch, I used to get fast food a lot, like every day. I just started getting fruit bowls for every day for lunch. Um, and I've gotten to the point that I don't feel hungry at, at night as much because of that and spacing things out properly. So um, that alongside the extra walking and the cardio I'm getting, I'm starting to at least see some results. It's it's nothing big, but it's something. Um, and, and I'm proud so far. So... Uh, yeah, I obviously haven't heard anything. Uh, they're, they're still ramping forward with the progress. Um, and I've, as I've said from the beginning, this is something personally for me. Uh, I'm going to keep moving forward with this regardless on getting on or not. Like just slimming down by July is a goal of mine. Um, one of my best friends gets married in August. So it'll be nice to, to slim down uh, a bit before that wedding and, and look the best I can for that. So, um, I, I'm taking this seriously for multiple reasons beyond just Legends of the Hidden Temple. Although, for, for this video's purpose, this audio's purpose, it's Nickelodeon related. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was Webheads. 
Uh, we're going we're going far back now, back to the year 1999. That's right. Uh, 22 years ago on June 6th. 1999, I forgot what you were talking about for a second. Uh, the Fred on Your Head show premiered on Noggin. The Fred on Your Head show is, um, it's hard to explain. It seems like it's its kind of like what Cartoon Planet is. Like it's a show starring Fred, this little green character that hops on people's heads trying to find a host and, you know, then finding, you know, letting them make a selection of noggin programs to play. So he's he's like a, a host and letting people pick what they want to play. Um, apparently it was very successful. There was two seasons of the show, um, but it was doing good for noggin at the time. So uh, I have no I've, I'm looking at a picture of Fred. I have no recollection of him. I was definitely not watching noggin at the time of the uh, Fred on your head show. And by the way, Fred here is spelled P H R E D. I hey for a cartoon character that's great, but um, yeah, it's not how I would spell Fred. That's that's an extreme spelling of Fred right there. That is a daring spelling. If you're gonna go with that, if your parents go with that, that is they're setting you up for a uh, for a daring adventure with your name. At least for your spelling, Fred is a great name. That is right. 20 years ago, on June 1st, 1991, Salute Your Shorts debuted on Nickelodeon. This is a, a cult favorite with a lot of old school Nickelodeon fans. Uh, the show is based off of a book called Salute Your Shorts, Life at Summer Camp by Steve Slavkin and Thomas Hill. It was released in 1986 and then was adapted as a television show here. And uh, Steve Slavkin gets the the uh, credit here for for creating it. The show takes place at a summer camp. Uh, the show is starring Kirk Bailey as Kevin Lee, or going by his nickname Ugg. Ugg Lee is the head camp counselor. We have a we have a whole eclectic group of kids here, all in the camp. Uh, some standouts, of course, are Michael Bauer as Eddie C. Donkey Lips, Glenn Gelfand. And Denny Cooksey as Robert Bobby Budnick. It was just this. It was a funny and surreal show. Um, of course, one of the 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 best episodes is the Zeke the Plumber episode. Um, their their little Halloween one there. I would absolutely watch that for your next Halloween. Throw it in the the rotation. Uh, the Zeke the Plumber episode is is fantastic. Um, the the show ran for two seasons and twenty six episodes. It doesn't sound like a lot. Um, but the show was actually very popular and would have continued with a third season. Uh, but the cast actually, uh, other than budgetary disputes going on uh, with the show, uh, the cast was really unwilling to relocate from Los Angeles to Orlando, where Nickelodeon Studios had their home base. So um, the the budget thing could have been solved. But at the end of the day, if the cast isn't going to move to where you want to shoot the show, then the show's over. Um to this day, the cast still gets together for reunions, and and um, uh, it's well worth a watch. I know as of right now, there's only ten episodes of the show on Paramount Plus, but 
Um, I don't see a reason why eventually the rest of the series is added to Paramount Plus. It's only 26 episodes, so shouldn't be that much of a problem. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Welcome to the Snail Mailbox. Uh, we have another email from Tina who wrote in uh, not only on the Squarecast on this last episode, but she wrote in for this episode as well. Uh, with an email, so I appreciate it, Tina, from Belchertown, Mass. Uh, she wrote, Ahoy, Captain Eric. I'm sure you have at least watched one episode of the new Rugrats and would like to know some of your thoughts. Any other Nicktoons you'd like to see get the CGI treatment? Tina, Belchertown, Mass. Um, I've actually watched all five episodes of the Rugrats, and, and I'm still writing down a lot of thoughts and ideas I have uh, for an eventual review I'm going to put out. Uh, on the YouTube channel as a as like a video only because I I will probably uh, edit through some some episodes and whatnot and I I want to I want to put out some good effort there on that one because um, I have a lot to say I'll give you my initial thoughts if if you're worried about the show I would actually skip the first episode and move on right to episode two I I think that that first that first segmented episode because the first episode is 45 minutes long and um for writing purposes I I I don't know it just didn't work for me there was a lot of threads going on and there were certain things I liked about that episode but I I felt I felt more in love with the show when it started getting into that quicker writing where they you know they have to do the the television show 12 minute segments and whatnot um I, I think mo- everything with the babies is great. They they definitely find ways to just have it the four babies. They've ha- found ways to have it just be Tommy and Chucky for for a scene or two. Um, I fell in love with Phil and Lil all over again with this show. They're they're absolutely great. Um, the the animation works in ways, doesn't work in ways, but yeah, you know, the writing and the music and the voice acting kind of uh, to me overshadows it in some ways. And that's good and bad because while a lot of the voice acting is great, even with some of the new cast, um, Tony Hale as Chaz Finster is uh, they need to recast Chaz Finster for other episodes. I I love Tony. I love Tony Hale. I'm arrest I'm an arrested development fan, but yeah, that's that's one of my biggest gripes of the show. Uh, but yeah, I would give it a watch. And as far as any other Nicktoons with the CGI treatment, I in in the hands of certain anime animation companies, if if Jendi Tartakovsky and Sony Animation wanted to make a cat dog movie, I yeah yeah I'd be all over that. Um, if if Jendi Tartakovsky and Sony Animation Pictures wanted to make a CGI, uh, Danny not Danny Phantom, uh, even Fairly Odd Parents would be cool. Rocco's Modern Life. That that guy understands how to make a 3D character move and feel like a 2D character. It's crazy. Those Hotel Transylvania movies. I absolutely love them for that. Um, but I here's here's something for you. Instead of doing a whole a whole show, why not the new Rugrats show having episodes where the family takes a beach trip to to ocean shores, and the babies 
leave the beach and end up in Madtown Skate Park where we meet up with Auto Rocket, Reggie Rocket, Twister, and Sam the Squid. Uh, then, you know, you can even have some of the adults go up to the Shore Shack and we see Raymundo and Tito hanging out and making burgers and whatnot. Like, for an episode, that would be really cool. I don't want to. I I wouldn't want to see an entire CGI rocket power show unless they really stylized it, and and I don't even know where skateboard culture, how it would be represented these days properly. But I'd have to look into it. I used to really be heavy into skateboarding, but but I I've dropped off. Um, think about that. Think about having a you know even Nigel Thornberry show up as as on the television. They they showed that Tommy watched that show and, and go wild. So you can have a, a little cameo there of Nigel Thornberry. You can even have an episode where the babies freak out about monsters attacking them and do CGI version of the Ah real monsters. You can do the classy Shupo characters in the Rugrats universe with the CGI and build that world. Do what DuckTales did. The DuckTales reboot did with the Disney afternoon characters. You could do that with the Rugrats. And it's not too late, even if they, you know, they can take their time with the first season. But if somebody hears this and I would love to be a part of writing this, but second season of Rugrats, you can start building out Klasky Chupo verse. You can have Ginger. You can have Ginger as a babysitter for the babies. And then Angelica with, oh man, don't even get me started. This, that'd be great. Anyway, that's my answer. Uh, this is this week's episode of the show. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, I really do appreciate all of you for your time, especially if you've made it this far and you're listening to this moment. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, your listen is all I need. Whatever you do, as I've always said, however you feel, uh, how you can support the show is always great, greatly appreciated for me. So even a listen is helping the show. Uh, so thank you. Stay safe. Hope you're all getting vaccinated, taking care of yourselves. Uh, please, um, regardless on the month, reach out to anybody with any mental health issues. Reach out to anybody who you think is going through a rough time. Um, let them know that, that they're not alone in this world. Please uh, get get in touch with a friend you haven't spoken to in a few years and maybe you lost uh, you lost touch with, um, just, just do that. You know, take, take a moment out of your time to reach out to somebody, but thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.